Hello and, and welcome, welcome to BBT, Behind Basic Thoughts. Behind every basic thought, there is always more. Join us on our bubble tea breaks as we share some stories, tips and tricks on being young professionals in the modern workplace. I'm Angela. And I'm Cindy. So last time we talked a bit about why we started an order, right? And so I think this time we wanted to go a little bit further uh, for further out and mm-hmm. talk about, you know, even though we're both no longer in order, but why are we still staying in professional services? That's actually a good one because I feel like a lot of my year group, so that's the, you know, group of 20 to 30 people that I started my career with when I was a graduate, a lot of them have actually moved to industry and left professional services and gone into more financial accounting roles, which is kind of like your typical role after leaving order. And they work in financial accounting roles generally in industry. And by that, I mean, you know, like your FMCG, like Fonterra or, you know, warehouse, and they become an in-house. Or your banks, right? Yeah, or your banks. Banks like your ASB, ANZ. Yeah, and they become in-house accountants as opposed to working in professional services where you work mainly with, I guess, external clients. Yeah, and so so those more traditional roles tend to be, okay, out from order, Mm -hmm. you go into financial accountant or like finance manager, and then you move up into your FC financial control right and then your CFO type of roles of you eventually do aspire to be there Mm -hmm. and so those are more what we call traditional exit paths yeah and that's what you hear people talk about all the time Mm -hmm. but like I guess why did you know Cindy why did you stay in professional services rather than move out you know what's funny is I never thought or on day one, I, when I was an intern, okay, mm. let's go way back. When I was an intern, I was like, I'm going to become partner. And then that was me being an intern. And then I started as a graduate and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I will explore paths outside of, you know, professional services, especially because the year group above, you see them kind of talking about these things and they start leaving. And so that was always like my path where I thought I would, you know, do three years in professional services, get my chartered accountancy, move out to industry, and then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. But then I actually... um but now I'm still here. I'm yeah. still in professional services. And it's kind of interesting why you ask that because I don't know, there's no one answer. I think it's literally because I feel like I'm still learning mm. and I like the network. And I think so. Like, um, like I think increasingly, right, we're actually seeing a lot more people returning into professional services mm-hmm. from, you know, even though they left and might have gone into industry. Yeah. And that's a trend I think um, we see across multiple firms not mm-hmm. just say one firm or one service line yeah and I think the biggest reason why I am personally still in professional services is, is like you said like we're still learning and mm-hmm. and because there is a lot of variety and work uh, and, and exposure to different opportunities yeah. in professional services that you don't typically get in industry exactly and I think the typical thing that I hear mm. is um you know you work your long hours and professional services, get your chartered accountancy, go out to industry and then like live life, you know, get your <laughs> nine to fives in and get, um, you know, you know, maybe a higher pay or higher salary as well. But then I think um, that doesn't take into account a lot of things that professional services does offer. And this um, is not intended to be like a marketing thing for, oh, sure. for no. professional services. But from my personal perspective, there are a lot of aspects of um, professional services that I do still enjoy. And like one of the biggest ones is that I get to work with you know clients so it's more external client facing as opposed to internal function yeah, yeah. yeah. like so in industry for example you're really in your teams right mm-hmm. each team is dependent on your functionality yeah. so if you're an accounting team you you'll be an accountant in finance right yeah. rather than oh I can't really work across to, to the sales and marketing team as an example exactly but whereas um, in professional services I think the point about being working for clients mm-hmm. and and the exposure to opportunities is because you work on different 
projects yeah and you don't just get given one type of work so like mm. for example I'm an advisory now so mm. um, it's a different service line and and with advisory we actually get to work on very different problems each day yeah. and deal with very different clients as well you get some more large size corporates but you also help say for example some companies that are going from say mid-size and mm. wanting to go large or from a smaller one developing but also it's the fact that you actually get to work with different service lines yeah so yeah I might have one one day I might work on say a financial transformation project but the next I might get to work with our corporate finance team Mm -hmm. which is on working on a deal or you know a buy or sell that's happening right now yeah that's really similar to why I kind of said as well is that first I don't get so I work in transactions right now and we I don't specialize in any particular industry so Mm -hmm. I work with you know bigger clients smaller clients all different industries um whereas I guess an industry you kind of once you start working in say like I don't know warehouse you kind of specialize as an FMCG it's kind of difficult to go from FMCG then to a bank yeah and then to your point about you know dabbling in different service lines that's definitely a thing because yes my bread and butter might be transaction services but I also dabble in say markets or like industry research and it's kind of like that flexibility and what you work on that I really enjoy still it's the variety right yeah and also I think um like professional services compared to industry is definitely more high intensity. Yeah. And you, you do work on, you need to project manage a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You need to manage yourself, you need yeah. to manage your teams. Yeah. Um, and manage a manager. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and so you actually get a lot of experience and exposure, right? And, yeah. And you constantly learning at a very fast pace mm-hmm. and I think for people especially that don't have a family yet for example mm-hmm. it is a good um, place still for them to try and like get as much knowledge as they can yeah and I think one of the things that a lot of my friends tell me when when they move into industry mm-hmm. that they um, that they miss uh, mm-hmm. from the professional services is actually the coaching and training they get and the teamwork yeah, yeah yeah so for example one of my friends recently told me that oh like um when she moved into the job she wanted some ex- additional training mm-hmm. in an area that she was less familiar with mm-hmm. uh, because she felt like she was actually applying knowledge all the time yeah. rather than learning things mm-hmm. um but then her, her manager had to actually arrange for training sessions or external events that she should go and do her training. Mm-hmm. But whereas in professional services, like we we can just literally pop our head um, into someone's office that you know, you've got directors and partners that are experts in their given fields. Yeah. And you can ask those questions and you constantly get coaching. So you're absorbing a lot of knowledge exactly. at the same time as applying to your clients, right? Yeah, because the professional services is just so broad and they're experts, like you said, in every you know, different service line like Mm. you can they're just you know one floor above you or like across the room almost and I think of professional services and this is like a really weird analogy but it's like hit like exercise a high intensity high intensity interval training so it's like you know yes in a hit class you might be working twice as hard as like a normal workout Mm. but you burn more calories it's like (laughs) almost like the same as professional services yes the hours might get a bit longer in general but you also get a lot more out of it in general like as in a lot more challenges that you have to face for example a lot less routine yeah I agree and I think one of the biggest reasons I moved from say professional services to professional services Mm -hmm. is because of the network right Mm -hmm. like um in in industry you probably you never really get the same type of um width in your networking Mm -hmm. um because for example in professional services we work with different clients different industries but we also because we actually as you move up you need to actually um connect with clients right Mm -hmm. you need to have do business development activities Mm -hmm. you need to actually find new projects Mm -hmm. um and so you are really being at you you're you know like you're supported to attend a lot of events 
yeah. run client events as well. And, and his budget to do that yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And meet with people in very different areas mm-hmm. of their work. But whereas, say, in industry, you might just, you know, if, you, if you're in, say, fishing, like if you, say, work for Sanford, mm-hmm. for example, then you might really just attend those type of events. Yeah. Or if you're and in finance, it might just be finance events. And that just comes back to a point where the the purpose of your role is just very different. So mm-hmm. with professional services where you're working more with external clients, a big part is, you know, getting business from clients, Networking, et cetera. Right? Yeah, yeah, et cetera. Whereas in uh, you know, industry role, your focus is not getting clients, right? Like that's the sales and marketing department's job. Yeah. You are yeah. more an internal core function. So um, there's less opportunity for you or there's less purpose for you, I guess, to go out and meet other people yeah and so um and, and i guess yeah so it's you're very focused on your functional area exactly per se. um whether it be you know if you were in sales marketing obviously then you just do sales and marketing mm-hmm. yeah definitely and um i think another big part about professional services is the fact that you get to move overseas quite easily exactly because it's all of these um professional services firms they span a lot of different countries they've got like an immigration department yeah it just makes moving overseas such a breeze because you know you've got a job lined up when you move and they'll help you through the visa process and you can you know move within the same service line so you're already kind of familiar with what you're going to do or even if not moving long term it's quite nice for you to get exposure say via succumbents right mm-hmm. where you can go short term on say a project um for say three months mm-hmm. and uh, and and then you come back you you have that experience and you can use it and apply to your job as well yeah. that they are in wherever you are um and so yeah so i think but I guess around moving, if you do decide to leave, right, like mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of myth, I think, around when it's the right time to leave professional services as well, right? Yeah, the common ones that I hear are like, oh, you know, if you make manager, you'll be stuck in here forever. <laughs> or, you know, the flip side to that is, you know, three years is a sweet spot. You know, it's three years and then you gap. But I think that's actually, you know, it's not the right way to think about it. How I think of it is it's not like an expiry date or X <laughs> amount of years or any type of level you get to. I think of it as um, like a building with an elevator so how I think of it is as when I was starting out I thought oh my god I'm doing a lot of like the nitty-gritty dirty work but as you kind of um, get more senior you do a lot more soft skill side of things so for example team management client management relationship building and get a broader picture um, of the whole picture I guess a broader picture of the project for example yeah and you you able to see wider right like you get more exposure Mm -hmm. to things about how things actually work yeah I'm saying at a whole business level so I think um I do see you know sometimes people will like oh like three years I'm out of here I need to go try something different Mm -hmm. but a common I think not not mistake per se but a common issue that I do see people have that want to experience different jobs is that they move from one job in the in a junior position to another industry in a junior position and then another you know they get bored of it maybe after a year mm-hmm. and then they move again and so they constantly are doing junior roles so they never really get up to um, well it takes a long time for them to get to a place where they actually have a bit more overview around things and so I think that actually prevents them from from understanding more about the job or the industry because they haven't had the time there to really um, understand more so like you know as a junior like you said you get given one task right mm-hmm. but whereas as you as we moved up um, in progress and in, in professional services we actually uh, get 
given big um, priorities to manage, like yeah. different projects. Different responsibilities. Yeah. So it's not just a matter of completing a task. It's a lot more than that. Yeah. And also um, another thing I really enjoy is you do kind of report to different people. So it's not like you have just one person who reports. So you can always bounce ideas off. And so that adds to your broader view. You have multiple bosses rather yeah. than just one, right? Exactly. Like whereas in the industry, I think you have, like say if I was the manager, I have direct reports. Yeah. So they all report into me. Yeah. And um, then you report to probably like the like, FC or yeah, the CFO. CFO or something like that. Yeah. And so, so then that becomes like, you know, you're constantly only working with those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but whereas, yeah, like you said, in, in professional services, you have different teams that you can learn from, learn exactly. off. And I think coming back to the point about people leaving, you know, three years in, mm-hmm. is because there is there is a obviously a, a baseline of, so when you enter into industry, you, you do, they tend to look for people that are qualified. Yeah. So in the finance industry, it's that you get your CA, your chartered accountancy, mm-hmm. right? And also like for other, other jobs as well, maybe two, three years, type of work experience because mm-hmm. then it's like you know you you've learned enough well yeah. you've had enough time to try to learn something right in, yeah. in your previous job and so um I think that's why people tend to want to leave at that time yeah and I think one thing is um there's nothing wrong with wanting to go into industry after three years but it's more um you know I want to kind of put it out there that there is nothing there's also nothing wrong with staying in professional services like if you feel like you're going to be learning or you want to try a different service line even and you enjoy your teamwork environment then there is no reason to leave and you don't have to feel pressured to follow the path of leaving after three years yeah, for you, example you don't have to be like oh everyone else is leaving i'm the only one left yeah, or something yeah. like that is there something and, wrong with me like yeah, why am no. i still here and and i think though is also like even as managers or as senior managers directors right mm-hmm. there you can still change your path right if mm-hmm. you want to it's more it's not about how long you've been somewhere yeah it's about what your experience and exposure were right like for example when i was doing audit um, I, I actually was able to get um, project experience into deal advisory mm-hmm. to do some transactions from, and, and, and then I was also seconded out to consulting. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so when I moved, those become a part of my transferable skill set. Yeah. And so then you, you're moving, like you don't necessarily mean that, oh, I'm, I'm a, you know, associate director now, I can't move. You know, yeah, exactly. I think that's just a, a misconception that people might have. Mm-hmm. I agree, definitely. Yeah. It's not about, you know, whether... It just depends on what you want and whether you feel like you're moving because everyone else is or whether you can, you know, take a step back and think, am I actually moving... Like, should I move? Am I still enjoying it here? If I do, then there's nothing if wrong I'm, yeah, if I, Am I still learning? I think yeah. for me, that was the biggest thing, right? You learn so much. You yeah. can soak, like, knowledge from almost yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah, and if you're still enjoying what you do, I think that's one of the most important reasons to stay in yeah. your job. exactly. Yeah. And I mean, if you do enjoy routine a bit more, then definitely industry provides a really good structure and routine in your work. Yeah, and so that is a bit about why we are still in professional services. Mm-hmm. Um, and feel free to tell us your story as well and send through any feedback, questions, or comments by emailing behindbasicthoughts at gmail.com and we would really appreciate a follow or share of our podcast thanks for spending time today with bbt behind basic thoughts and we will see See you in our our next episode. episode